When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Hello and welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. Happy Thursday, y'all. What the heck is going on? Woohoo, it's Friday Eve. Yes, it is. Friday the 13th Eve. That's right. Uh-huh. All ready for it. About to win that Mega Millions. It's yeah. all coming okay. into place. I don't even need the Mega. Just just give me a taste. Just give me a, a chunk. He don't speak for me. <laughs> I want the Mega. <laughs> At this point, I take $10. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't want to get too greedy. Mega something. seems way too big. Just something. <laughs> Be real nice. Could be an interesting weekend, too. Temperatures are going to be dropping a good bit. A little cold snap is going to be coming through tomorrow. Might be coming through with a little bit of rain. You know, typically that kind of thing brings in whatever we're going to be facing off against. And uh, they were saying that the uh, cold snap is going to be dropping temps down to the high 30s on Sunday in Broward and Palm Beach counties. And the interior areas, if you're on the coast, it's going to be a bit warmer. Temperatures in the upper 40s and then warming throughout the day. And then Monday is going to start another warming trend with morning temperatures in the upper 40s and 50s. And by Tuesdays, our lows will be back in the 60s, pretty much normal, but expected to be a little chilly this weekend. Me and the bird are going to be out at the South Florida Fair a little bit earlier on Saturday. And a sweet Denny's. And a sweet Denny's. Uh, When does this cold front actually start? You're going to see stuff coming through on Friday, so it'll be a little chillier on Saturday. I'm going to the fair to buy an outfit. That's one of my things. I am not leaving that fair without a full-on outfit. Well, make sure you show up wearing an outfit because it's going to be cold. Well, I think I'm going to go cowboy. I think I want to get a cowboy outfit. Me and Kevin have been talking about how I might need to morph a little bit into cowboy for a month. Let's try it out. You want some leather? You know I do. Do you want pleather or leather? Pleather. Okay, so you want to have a sweaty dick. Yeah, I want sweaty because I, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, hey, you animal hater. You say you love dog. All right. It's pleather. <laughs> it's pleather. Yeah. It's not an outfit made of dog. No, but they, that, believe okay. me, I, I, they throw dogs in my pleather. Gotcha. <laughs> well, pleather is more affordable, too. So yeah, I, I, yeah. it's the bargain way. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm actually a pleather guy. I like pleather. Yeah. I do. All okay. right. Let's do this. All right. I need a cowboy hat. You want one too? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd wear a cowboy hat. You yeah. look good in a cowboy hat. Let's let's become I cowboys. I might. Yeah. At least go on a cowboy run. Let's mm. at least do a little Brokeback Mountain <laughs> weekend. Kevin, you. Kevin's gonna be like, "What just happened?" Yeah. I think I'm a gay cowboy now. Yeah. You can't quit me for at least three more years. We sign a contract. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's three and a half, bub. Three and a half. Although I don't know that half is going by pretty. Yeah, quick. it's actually longer than three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Before you know it, bam, I have to be going through all that again. It's crazy. This one was relatively painless. 
Well, because we don't have to deal with a freaking agent. That's right. Yeah. This is what happens when you fire your agent and try to do it yourself. You're a happier human. Talk about like things you would go back. If I could go back and tell young Radio Kev, I'd be like, don't listen to these agents, man. Just do it on your own. I, that would be. Gosh, that would be the number one thing probably in my career that I would do. I would go back and tell young Radio Kev the same thing. Because for me personally, I'm only speaking on my own. We. While I've been on the show, I've dealt with two agents, and for me personally, it's been it was a fucking nightmare. Hated it. They all screw you differently, but I gotta say, the first one we had really upped the game and put me at a financial level that I really have sustained for most of my career and never gone up from. But that was nice. The first guy was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see. He didn't. I was afterthought Pennington, so he could give a flying fuck about me. So yeah, but, but you're right. We all have our own, we all got our sad story. We all have our individual yeah. beefaroni. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> all the agents we had, there, there were two separate times at least where there was something in our contract that didn't happen, and that was promised yeah. in black and white, signed off on by lawyers. Yeah, and <laughs> I was like, hey, um, all right, this is in my contract. I signed the contract because they put this in there. And the agent was like, yeah, well, then you're just going to have to sue them. And they've got a whole army of lawyers and you can't afford that. And I'm like, so what the hell good is a contract? <laughs> and it was a, it was a big deal. I remember the one we were supposed to be syndicated onto 11 stations like KBJ was going to take off nationwide. And then they're like, nah, we decide we're going to syndicate Elvis Duran instead. And I was like, well, what do we do? And he's like, yeah, nothing. I'm like, why do I have you? What like, am I paying you? What, and what I, good are you then? I don't understand why I need an agent. So you're going to write a bunch of lies into a piece of paper that's going to incentivize me to sign, and then you're never going to do anything about it? And so, yeah, that's why I would go back, because they never did any good. I can write my own lies for free. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that's great. I, I I can get the same stuff. Oh, man. Boy. <laughs> I had definitely two uncomfortable fights with both of our agents. <laughs> oh, one agent I had more than one fight with, but yeah, it was just was not a good experience for me personally. And it sounded like it wasn't that great for y'all either. Oh, no. No, we, it didn't. We, we have individual stories of pain and sorrow. There's one, though, I think we all kind of agree on that we all collectively kind of uh, yeah. don't really yeah. care for. No. And, you know, to that point... You know, of where we did. It, it, it's weird, but it all did work out in the right way. I'm Now that I look back on it, I still, the thing I hate most about the agents was how much money I gave them for doing absolutely nothing. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that to me is, is what I hate most, more than the syndication. The syndication thing, I, to me personally, I think was a blessing because one, I think Elvis was better suited for it. He's coming out of New York massively talented, great show, good staff, all that kind of stuff. Happy they got it, and I think it was better for them. I got another buddy that, you know, we had the other time we had considered doing more of a national show in syndication. And the guy who got the gig over us deserved it more, should have had it. And I had a heart-to-heart with him, and it's taken his life. His life was different. He had to put off getting married, family, kids, all that kind of stuff. Because then when you go to that level, you're having to do a lot of national network stuff and award shows, and you're flying all over the place. By the time that stuff had come up, I was already with the queen, and we had the kids. And, you know, I I would take the family over the syndicated radio career 
any day. So it, it worked out well. And I like being South Florida. Syndication is not always all it's cracked up to be. You kind of no. have to change your show slightly. You try not to, but you do. When you're young, to you, it's about getting to the top of the mountain. When you get a little bit older, you realize that the top of the mountain isn't always the best place to be, and it doesn't bring you the most life fulfillment and enjoyment. And to me, I love being able to be so focused on South Florida. If we were national and we were in New York and Ohio and California, you have to talk in a way generically that doesn't talk about beaches and publics and well, I remember all that kind of stuff. We first, we got syndicated back in the day when we were back at Wild ninety five five, and that was just that was a, the shittiest syndication it was, well, deal. It was it was Key West, it was Sarasota. It's nothing against the area. We love the people there and all that. No, we loved going there, but they didn't pay us, and we were just it but was e- awful. Even yeah. on that level, I remember. Well, you guys was, can't say that in this hour because uh, the people in Key yeah. West don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's yeah, that's what they kind of given us to appease the fact that we hadn't gotten the larger syndication deal. We got that and. You know, and I have said, and I, the people who run our company, and the only thing that I've ever said, as I said, I would consider being throughout Florida. I think KBJ yeah. could be a Florida show, but I have no interest in stretching outside of the state. I could not agree more. Florida would be awesome to take over Florida, but anything else, I don't know, man. Well, then you change. It, yeah, it does. There, there's so many Florida sensibilities, and I'm I'm very familiar with the entire state and could talk, you know, into and we already do talk a lot about the whole state because a lot of people in South Florida. You're traveling to other parts of the state. We move around a lot in this state. The other thing, too, is it just, for me, it's extra, extra stress, too. You you have to change things up, and then there's there's more cities to worry about. It's a lot more stress. If it was... Mo money, mo problems. It'd be one thing, but it was no money, mo problems. No, that's exactly. Mm. It. And I'm all for doing that, but I also like to enjoy what I do for a living. And I know there's times where you can start getting your eye off that yeah. ball. And yeah, you may be bigger or whatever, but you're not fucking personally happy in the least bit. Yeah, I, I love where I live. I, I love being here. It is. It's it's the best place to live. We get to call the shots on that, and you do have work life balance. Otherwise, we would be workers, and that would be it. And that's your life, and your spare time is you're doing kind of work stuff, but you're still working. Well, I just remember we went to Miami, and that was a big change for us because it was a bigger market and all that, and we were going balls to the wall. And I remember, man, I started breaking out. I never break out. (laughs) Life was not fun. I didn't enjoy myself. And I was thinking, is this what life's about? Well, you were given everything you had, and the people you were giving it to were like, we don't really get you. That really was. (laughs) Throwing the kitchen sink at the wall. That's tough. We don't get you, and oh, I, I just don't think we like you. I think you're a mistake. Steak, and then that was hard. And then people mm-hmm. turned on us. Like, you guys fucking left for bigger things. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Your new girl hates you, and your old girl That's hates you. That's what it felt like. It yeah. was awful. <laughs> and that wasn't it. It was just supposed to. We we've always said that though. When we got into South Florida, I always hated the frustration of when we were on Wild that you couldn't get us south of the Fort Lauderdale Airport. And I said, you know, I, I think KBJ could and should be able to talk to all of South Florida. A billion percent. Yeah, and that that was always what it was. And so when we went to the station in Miami and we're supposed to be syndicated back onto Wild was the plan. We weren't going to lose any ground at all. We were just going to gain and be a little bit more solid. And, you know, at the time, it was a clear channel. They wouldn't sign our contract, um, which I've had, you know, in-depth conversations about uh, some of the people that are still there that I love. 
uh, by the way. And there was one person that was uh, a problem that I had found out that uh, was keeping us from getting our contract signed over there. And that person's no longer with the company. I think they figured that out and got rid of them. Isn't that crazy, though, how just one person, one person can yeah. stop an was opportunity? sabotaging us. I don't know why. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it was. And then when they found out what he had done, they're like, gone. So, yeah, but uh, honestly, being on RMF and where we are broadcast-wise and being with Hubbard, great company and great people, and we've grown. We're doing everything I want to be doing. So it did work out well. It, it did work out well. I'm happy to be here. It's all good. A lot of morning shows don't stay around this long together. Especially going through what we've been through. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, anytime you go through anything emotional or personal with a group, you can do one of two things. You can you can sink, and you guys, everybody blows up, or you, you kind of get them scars together, and you level up. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's what we, we've done as a show. Level yeah. up, level up, level up. Through all our, we've been together for a long time. There's been ups and downs. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's going to be. It's, it's tough. To stay together, you know, the conversations that we had had, uh, you know, with Virginia today when she's doing Share a Shock is, you know, you've got typically what they do, a company will earmark a certain amount of money for a morning show. And then they're like, OK, how do we divide up the pie? And so you've got to try to and look, that's tough because everybody's got an ego and everybody and people are commenting today with uh, Virginia's last answer. They said, look, who thinks that they you know, are overpaid. Everybody's always going to say they're underpaid. And that's the big challenge with a lot of morning shows that they don't stay together is because you'll have people on there saying, fuck, I need to be getting more of the pie. And so the egos typically take over. And that's the big challenge for morning shows. And so many of them that I've known the personal inner workings of them that have broken apart has been for that reason solely is they could not come to terms on who got what size of slice of pie. Well, I think that's the only way to make it work because you're right. Everyone's got egos, especially if you got a microphone in front of your. Yeah. Your, 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 you probably you kind of have to have one, and sometimes ego. Everyone always says it's a bad thing. I'm talking about you just need that sometimes for confidence to be able to get up yeah. and do do mm-hmm. stuff. You know, all that is a, a big deal for that. But if you are able. To curb that a bit on a personal level, I think you can make things work. The problem sometimes is not everyone does that. I feel mm-hmm. like we as a show have done that. That's why we're together. Yeah. Imagine a, a group of people who are not going to fucking, nope, sorry, Virginia, I'm not compromising for dick. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to stick together. Mm-hmm. I just now signed a deal where I make more now than I made 10 years ago. I've been flat for almost 10 years. In mm-hmm. salary. Now, there's other things that I do that I get, like, extra money for extra commercials that I out, out there hustle for. That's why I think I deserve more because I need to be paid for that hustle. Oh, yeah. And I'm still paid. Mm-hmm. Up until three months ago, I made less than I made 10 years ago. That's what I had a problem with, and that's why I think that I'm underpaid. Mm-hmm. And I'll... I'll fight anybody on that. Yeah, anything <laughs> anything extra you ever do, there's got to be an incentive for it, and you do need to get paid. I mean, because otherwise it's – why would you do it? It's kind of like what the uh, quiet quitting thing was all about. Well, that's what ends up happening because you, you – look, you, doing this job, you're going to do shit for free. It's just the way it is. If not, your show's going to suck. You have to, you have to work long hours. You have to do things you're not always going to get paid for. That's part of the game. And I would never quiet quit. I would always try to figure out a way to get more out of – this mm-hmm. from doing different things and working harder here and there. And that to me is, is what you always have to do. If you quiet quit, you're a little bitch. You've given up. Yeah. Move on and do a new gig where you can figure out how to make more or figure out how to maximize wherever you are. 
Well, the uh, good news is, is that we're all locked in through 2026 and we got uh, some big plans on ways to hopefully improve the show and grow it, make it better. So we'll hopefully get there uh, soon or rather than later. Atoll Vodka is so delicious. You know, I love to pair it with lemonade or fruit juice or pair it with a Bloody Mary. It goes great with everything and anything. I love introducing it to people that haven't had it before. Everybody loves Atoll Vodka. I got mine at Singer Island Liquors, but you can also go online. They'll ship it right to your doorstep. You can have some for the weekend if you go to mashandgrape.com. A toll vodka. You're going to love it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I uh, got a whole bunch of emails here. We were talking about how to properly spiff people. And this is really good incentive for anybody else out there that doesn't realize that if you give the right person the right attention, a smile, kindness, a gift card, a little extra cash, a lot of times you don't understand who has the power to do what. And there are people in certain positions that they do have the power to make your experience that much better. The one that stood out for me was the guy whose dad had tipped the usher and they got on the field and got to meet actual players at a game. I was like, yeah, I never really even thought about that. But there are, I've, I've seen that where ushers or, Whatever they do, they work at a concert or wherever. My cousin had done that. He worked security. Um, he was retired military, and he only did that because of the access he got. He would get into the locker rooms, all that. But he would talk about his friends that he would get on the field and in the locker rooms and whatever. And if you know the right person to spiff, you can get that too. I told her to message in, but she texts it to us. Katie Booyah, our listener that we love, who kills it at cocktails and karaoke, she sent us a message about the time that she went to go see George Carlin, and she was being kind and patient at the box office to the lady. They were trying to buy tickets, and they were told, oh, it's sold out, but wait, wait and see if the will calls all get picked up. Mm -hmm. Just come back in a few minutes, come back in a few minutes. And they came back in a few minutes, and the box office lady liked them so much, she walked them back there and brought them backstage just because she liked the chick. I mean, and that's that, and awesome. That's, and that's what you get, yeah. Yeah, you were nice to right. the box office lady. And she said, come on, Katie, let me bring you backstage to meet George Carlin. It's just, you know, be cool to people. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's really that it, simple. It, it really is karma. And if you live like that and you throw out positivity and great energy and then you just start doing it second nature, I think you'll be surprised about how much of it good comes back to you. 
Debbie in Boynton Beach, she sent an email and she said, yeah, my mom had slipped money to a security guard when we went to go see Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. And before I knew it, we were backstage meeting the cast, including the Phantom, Christine. Wow. I got to walk on the stage and see the trap doors, look down Whoa. at the pit orchestra. is one of the best experiences of my life. I'll never forget it. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, see, that just goes to show you. It was just the right security guard, and they opened the doors. Good things to learn. Step back to an assess. You know, mm-hmm. when you're checking in the hotel, look at all the different front desk agents. I do this every time, and I'm like, all right, let me vibe each of these people and figure out, like, who would like me and who wouldn't like me? If you're self-aware, you know, like, kind of like who would vibe your personality. Yeah. And you can kind of, like, assess the situation before you go up there and figure out, okay, who do I have my best shot with bribing, with being extra sweet? Well, who's going to like this act? Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Look at the ushers. Look at the people guarding the door. I'll tell you what, I'm in a real sweet mood when the witch comes in here with a snack or two. Yeah, Brains the day, doesn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, you know what, I won't say shit during that first story of the dirt. <laughs> you'll let me get away with the royal story? I kind of I like what you do now. You'll, you'll do some shit that I'm not interested in, and then you'll, bro, you're going to like this, so it's about wrestling. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> See how sweet I am? You're a sweetheart. <laughs> so a couple of interesting uh, little tidbits. Uh, I am not really familiar with everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't know if that's a TV show or even a movie, but I had seen at the Golden Globes that uh, Ki Hui Kwan, I believe is how you pronounce that, got a Golden Globe for his performance in there. And you may not know that name, but if you know the movie The Goonies, you might know Data. Oh, yeah. That's him. No way. And he's been quiet all this time, basically, in his career from The Goonies until everything, everywhere, all at once. And what I thought was really cool is you remember Chunk from The Goonies, right? Of course. Sure. The guy's actually ripped now. He's older. He's not Chunk anymore. And he's an attorney. No way. Chunk negotiated the contract for data for everything everywhere all at once. And That's I was like, how cool is awesome. that they're still buds. Jeff Cohen is Chunk's real name and he uses them as his agent now. That is a beautiful story. Yeah. And uh, that's nice. That'd be the only way you want an agent. You can trust him because you grew up with him. And you're well, still those friends kids, with him. they had such a bond. Well, that's what I always thought agents were. I watched Jerry Maguire so many times. Yeah. Go, oh, man, agents, a mentor. They're like a family member. They're going to go through a wall for you. Not all this stuff. They're going to make your career. Man. No. Yeah. Not wow. over here. Not at least know. for us. They're going to kick you in the dick and take your money. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and then yell at you and gaslight yeah. you. How, how I didn't take the, the kick, the dick kicking right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Another little movie tidbit I thought was cool. Did you realize when Amy Poehler played Rachel McAdams' mom in Mean Girls, she was only seven years older than her, and she's playing her mom? I always thought that was a weird cast anyway. Amy Poehler always looks young to me. Yeah. I, I thought that was a weird casting. It's biologically impossible. Seven-year-olds are at this point in humanity. We're not having children at that age. Amy was 32. Rachel was 25. So I never knew that. Amy, Amy played it older. Rachel played it younger. Yeah. Amy Poehler makes me laugh. She does. She, me too. I, I think she's a great character actor. I love her. Mm-hmm. Then I saw that uh, Ryan Reynolds, you know, he's the pitch man and part owner of Mint Mobile. Yeah. You've seen those commercials? Everywhere. This is, I guess, what you do. I'm not a businessman. I don't know it, but I've seen it enough mentioned in 
movies, TV shows, whatever, is you try to get a company off the ground and your goal is to get it sold. Yeah. Apparently, and that's how you make the money. So he jumps onto Mint Mobile's a part owner and pitch man, and now T-Mobile's going to gobble him up, which is what he wants. He's going to net $200 million from it. Yeah, this is his, like, George Clooney doing tequila thing. You know, you build it sure, up, yeah. you make it so valuable, you sell it to a bigger brand, and then you just go, cash in. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. And then the other thing that I saw that I thought was, hmm, okay, Cole Hauser, you know the guy I keep name dropping. He's on Yellowstone. He plays Rip Wheeler, probably my favorite character. He's the badass head of the ranch, runs everything. If there's if anything ever goes down, if Rip shows up, you're getting your ass kicked. Cole is going to be in your hole. Yeah. He has quickly ascended to Kevin's number one man crush spot. I, my my dream is, well, because uh, some of our KVJ <laughs> Nationers did this. Well, it's attainable. Yeah, well, and, they, and that's part of it too. They were out at a bar, and Cole Hauser was just chilling at the bar by himself. And they wound up hanging out with him all day, just talking whatever and drinking vodka. I guess that's his drink, which you is my love drink. Vodka. I know. And I'm just like, gosh, man, <laughs> we that gotta would go. be so awesome just to hang with a dude like that and just you know shoot the shit all day and drink vodka. You walk up, you give him a whole bottle of a toll vodka, okay. and you say, "Hey, bro, this is my my vodka. I, I endorse this." This is the official vodka of the KVJ show. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine you saying that. That would be hilarious. Yeah, he'd be like, what? <laughs> he would stop. Yeah. That, there would go character. my day. <laughs> Who the fuck is this fangirl? Yeah, thanks, dude. <laughs> it's the official sponsor of the KVJ show. Ever hear of us? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I have heard of you. People keep telling me there's some creepy people that want to stalk me. Are you the guy that has a man crush on me, bro? I'm straight. Yeah, I yeah. do know of that. Yeah, that insane local show here where yeah. I live at. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> I should have realized because, you know, Cole Hauser, uh, when I was younger, he was uh, in a lot of different uh, movies and whatnot. I think School Ties. He and- is. He's in School Ties. He's in uh, Good Will Hunting. It's, it's a good car. It's, it works. It's a good car. Yeah. Good he- car. Yeah, he had uh, a lot of uh, stuff that uh, he was in back in the day. Is he the guy? Is he the bad guy from... uh... He he plays the bad guy a lot. In the 90s movies, that's what's interesting. He plays the dickish kind of person that you see in a lot of those. Does he play the the Nazi guy from... uh, I love this movie. It's got the the Buffy the Vampire Slayer in it. Uh, Christina Swanson. It's such a good movie. Higher Learning. Is he Remy from Higher Learning? I don't see Higher Learning on here. He was kind of a, in School Ties. He was a guy that he was an asshole in School Ties. He was also in Dazed and Confused. Yep. And he was the one that was part of the hazing and paddling. So you just kind of think like this guy's just always in these asshole kind of roles. He was in Too Fast, Too Furious, Goodwill Hunting. He was in that as well. It says he was Scott Moss in Higher Learning. Okay, was he? okay. he's in there. Okay, now Remy's the other guy. Yeah, it's it's he was in Higher Learning. He's the the Nazi dude. He plays a t- evil yeah. son of a biscuit. He's always kind of been the asshole, and now he's the guy that you like. The, it would be more fun to play the asshole, the bad guy, the villain. I, That's I wonder. More fun. I wonder what that'd be like. You would think it'd be fun, but what I hear from a lot of these guys is people can't separate it. 
So when you've seen Cole Hauser play so many roles as an asshole, you think the guy's an asshole. <laughs> he has to be nice in person. Yeah, and so you see him, and you're, you, you'd see him, I'd be going, dude, you're an asshole. And you're like, no, I, I've played an asshole, but I'm not really an asshole. People that can't, it's called se- acting. People that can't separate that have some issues. They got to really they look They do, and, and oddly enough, some people can't. I'm sure he's probably in his life had somebody be like, you're an asshole. And oh, it's like, definitely. I, I play an asshole. I'm not an asshole. Absolutely. <laughs> so I shouldn't known this but the one thing that it never clicked to me until i saw this he has a dark beard and dark hair in yellowstone which makes him look more intimidating he dies that oh and the reason why he's kind of a ginger or a strawberry blonde in his love interest beth dutton her real name is kelly riley in fact she's british and has a british accent she's nice. one of those people that not in the show okay she does an american accent for the show and you'd have no idea she's british huh so she's a strawberry blonde, and when they put them together, they're like, we kind of look like brother and sister, and this is kind of weird. And so they wouldn't look alike, and people would be like, eh, I can't buy into that. It looks the like- contrast is better. Yeah, yeah. He started dyeing his hair and his beard so that uh, he doesn't look like they're twins. I've always heard, too, now this is old school stuff that I heard, but back in the day, the soap opera stars would walk into the grocery store to get some ham or something, and, and yeah. a lady would run up, how dare you cheat on your fiance? You are a bastard, you son yeah. of a bitch. It's like, well, I'm an actor. It's yeah. real, it's a soap opera. <laughs> I used to love Young and the Restless. And I was at Mardi Gras one year, and I saw Christian LeBlanc, who was on Young and the Restless, still is for many, many years. And I knew his character from the show. And so (laughs) I yelled out, hey, LeBlanc. And he turned around. I'm like, oh, my God. It's Michael from Young and the Restless. What do I say to him? Now he thinks that I know him because I'm calling him like one of his friends would. Oh, yeah. And he turned around and I was just like, big fan. And I (laughs) ran away because I got nervous. Yeah, I've dorked out many a times. Duncan Sheik, the first time I ever met him, this is when I was like 17, 18 years old. Yeah. It was raining at the the venue and nobody was there. It was me and my buddies. And he did a show just for me and my my buddy pretty much. Oh, wow. Hey, man. Duncan, I start stuttering. It's like, okay, man, I'll sign that for you. And I go, yeah, my name's Jason. All right, here you go, Janet. <laughs> Janet. Janet. I must have said my name was Janet, I guess. <laughs> Janet. Janet Pennington. A boy like named Janet. It. Yeah, it's like, all right, man, thanks for coming out, Janet. Janet. <laughs> and it did, it said Janet. Uh, that's, Jan- that's amazing. <laughs> So Cole Hauser, I saw in between seasons of Yellowstone, he had done a movie. I'm like, he looks a lot leaner. I'm like, what the heck, man? So I guess what he does is, you know, because now I think they already filmed. And so he's just working on other projects uh, until they, you know, do another season if they do of Yellowstone. And so then he slims back down because he's a little bit huskier when he plays Rip Wheeler because he's got to be a big old farmhand. Badass. What they do. And he said that, yeah, he bounces back and forth. So he goes from Yellowstone weight to his regular Cole Hauser weight. And to do that, he eats nothing but rice, beans, and steak and whatever cowboys eat. And then he just rides horses all day and his body just <laughs> turns into a farmhand. Damn. I'm like, that's, that's, that's pretty that, badass. That's that natural strength right yeah, there. Some he, people, you, you, yeah, you do right. farm work, you can whip some ass. I'm telling you, far, farm strong. I grew up around farm boys, man. And farm strong is it's a different kind of strength because what you do on a farm, man, my, uh, my, my grandmother, she grew up on a farm in West Virginia, and, you know, the way it was in the era, the ladies would wake up in the morning and start cooking at about 4 a.m., 
the guys would come out and they would eat a massive breakfast. I mean, it's the kind of stuff you see at the country bureau and be like, why do anybody need to eat that? That's country eating. But they would go out and all these farm guys were pretty thin, pretty lean, because you would burn off 5,000 calories before lunch. They were lifting tractors and shit. They would, yeah. <laughs> It's all day long. All day. Lifting cattle, all that kind of stuff. It's real work. You put out that breakfast in an hour. Yeah, and then they (laughs) they would clear the table for breakfast and start cooking lunch. And then that was the repeat all the way through breakfast, lunch, dinner. That's what the women did. The men would go out and work. What would you rather do, be out there in the rough or be in the kitchen making the food? I'm asking everybody that. Kitchen for me, man. (laughs) I've seen I've seen farm work, man. It's Kevin's tough. Kevin's hands haven't seen a no honest way, day's dude. work in their life. It's tough, man. And these guys will get hurt. Like, they'll almost saw their leg off, and they'll just tie a, sh- a shirt around it, and they'll keep working. It's, it's okay. It's a tourniquet. Yeah. Do they love doing it, or are they doing it because that's the way they, they were raised? It. They love it. And it's just it's what they do, man. Yeah, they love it. It's their life's blood. That's just that's all they know. I think <laughs> we would all do better in the kitchen. I would. Oh, I would feed my hungry men so well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, hungry guys, you guys ready to eat? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Come on in, boys. <laughs> He's dressed as Lana. Who's, who wants some corn fritters? <laughs> I made them for you. They're on my titties. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Jay Bird. Oh, I love Bud's Chicken and Seafood. Philip and the whole team, they do an amazing job, and they make really delicious food. When you go to Bud's Chicken and Seafood, make sure you try their corn fritters. I'm telling you, they are a game changer. They get great sides as well. And don't forget, try their brownies. Exploding with taste. Amazing. Bud's Chicken and Seafood. Hit up their website, budchicken.com. Remember, you can order online now. So it's it's a different kind of living. So yeah, I'm telling you, don't ever fight a farm boy, man. They are tough as shit. And I don't know if they ever lose it either. No. I, I've seen old farm men who are they not are, in the yeah, farming no. game anymore whoop some ass with Still old can. man country strength, and they're in their seventies. Yeah, they really are, man. I, I grew up around some of the toughest people you'd ever meet, and they're tough to death. And the reason why they also are tough to deal with is because not only are they strong, they can take pain. You can punch them in the face, and they'll be bleeding. They'll deal with the pain after. Yeah. They, they, they can fight through pain. They ain't people. afraid of a little blood. They're not, or, or, or pain. I have a feeling a dead farmer could kick my ass. Absolutely. <laughs> and then plow the fields. <laughs> <laughs> They're that good. Yeah, it, it's crazy, man. Yeah, uh, Nurse, uh, it was a KJ said, yeah, my dad's in agriculture. He's strong AF despite being in his 60s. Always yeah. strong, man. Well, that's the, you're using nature as your gym at that point. That's, it's that's, the original CrossFit. Yeah, that's Rocky. <laughs> that's Rocky Four shit right there. Yeah, it is. Grabbing, no, you're right. Grabbing huge things and moving them. Uh, they do it all day. I would mm-hmm. take that strength over gym strength. I think I just whether there's a difference or not, it's just cooler that you got all jacked up from lifting boulders and antlers well, and you, shit. What's different about it? Because you know, I, I I know more about the gym strength is. Jim, a lot of times you get on a piece of equipment that isolates your body and you're working on a certain part of your body. When you're doing farm work, you're using all kinds of muscles, throwing stuff. And so your legs, your calves, your arms, your chest, your back, every little thing and muscles that sometimes you miss in the gym. That's why to me, farm strong is better than gym strong because it's every movement that you do is total body. 
It's crazy. And I think Jim has tried to replicate that. They have where my one trainer, I would take a hammer and hit tires and things like that. They were trying to replicate the kind of stuff that you would do on a farm to work all those different muscles. You had to wear gloves when you hit them tires with the of hammer. Course I did. You? I've got bitch hands. There's no way. Kevin's hands are soft like a puppy belly. They're so oh, genteel. That's why he gives the best hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> You're giving out hand jobs and not telling me? It's been a secret. Oh, you should see All right, suits. Virginia, get your dick out. <laughs> She got the biggest one on the show. Finally. She could sit in that chair and it would hit me in the face. <laughs> She's 10 feet away. With your big old Cajun cock. Yeah. <laughs> but it smells like crawfish. Oh, God. Uh, that, is, uh. that made my stomach flip. Yeah. That's a tough one there. Yeah, achieving my goals. Yep, yep, there you go. So, yeah, so we got uh, Friday weekend coming up. South Florida Fair is going to be kicking off tomorrow. That's one of the big things going to be happening this weekend. Do you know what time we're heading out there, or is it? It's up to you, no, Cookie. I, I wake up every single morning, 3 a.m., with the lizards and all of the creatures. I'll be ready to go at 4 a. Well, the fair's not open yet. Pre-game. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drive us, because I'm not drinking. Well, yeah, I'm not drinking either. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, we will. We've got to pick up Sweet Denny's, too. All right. And I will probably, yeah, we, we, probably, we might have to go in for a little bit, though. What? We might have to go into Denny's house for a little bit. <laughs> so you can what? Talk? <laughs> Relax. Yeah. Talk. Get Why is it so smoky in here? Get prepared for the well, fair. Well, they want to get their appetite going for the fair food. Look, I mean, if you're not smoking before you go to the fair, what the fuck you doing? I'm, I'm not talking about the kids. I'm talking about adults. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to smoke. I know you're not. <laughs> So boring, right? <laughs> no, I, she's not boring. That's the no one's ever called her boring. <laughs> Just want to challenge her and get all fired up. If you call me boring, I feel like I got to prove something oh, out yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we'll get you ready for the fair. We do have um, some tickets for that tomorrow with the No Name Movie Game, a four pack. So whoever wins that's going to be able to go to the fair fall free. Woohoo! You guys have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.